Hey, Binge fans, thanks for joining me for another episode of my AL East preview for the upcoming 2023 Major League Baseball season. In this episode, I'm going to cover my favorite team, and that's the Baltimore Orioles. They're coming off an 83-win season in 2022. That's a 31-game improvement over 2021. Now, a lot of people were expecting them to really do a lot this offseason in the free agent market, and they didn't do much. But let's take a look at what they did do. Their first signing was right-hand pitcher Kyle Gibson, who pitched for the Phillies last year. He finished 10-8, 167 and two-thirds innings, and an ERA of just over five. They also made a really good move, in my opinion, picking up Cole Irvin in a trade with the Oakland A's. He finished 9-13 and last year. Now, I understand it's 9-13 and is not a great record, but it is with the Oakland A's, so... Give him a little bit of a break there. He pitched 181 innings in over 30 over his 30 starts. His ERA was under four, and he had a whip of 116. I'm not a big fan of Gibson, but I do love Cole Irvin. I think it was a great addition to their staff. Their projected starting rotation this year is going to be Gibson, Irvin, followed by Dean Kramer as their number three starter. And then baseball's top pitching prospect in Grayson Rodriguez slotted in as their fourth starter. Their fifth starter rounding out the rotation is Tyler Wells. Their bullpen is deep and it's solid. Last year, they traded their closer at the trade deadline and moved their setup man, Felix Bautista, into the closer role, and he responded well. He routinely throws 100 miles an hour. In his first major league season, he finished 15 saves, 65 innings, an ERA of 291, and a whip of just .93. Okay, let's take a look at their positional players now. When you start on Baltimore's roster with their positional players, you have to start with the heart and soul of this team, and that's their sweet swinging catcher, Adley Rutschman. In late May when he was called up, the team was 15-24. and 24. After his call-up and into early September, they went 56-37 and 37 with him in the lineup. He had a positive influence on that pitching staff as well. There's no denying, like I said, that he is the heart and soul of this team. Leading off again will be Cedric Mullins. He took a bit of a step back last year in average in home runs, but he did register his second straight 30-plus stolen base season. I'm looking for Gunnar Henderson to make a bigger impact this year on the big league roster. He's going to start out at third base, but probably by midseason to late in the season, he'll supplant shortstop light-hitting Jorge Mateo. Ton of talent, ton of speed, but... Just doesn't seem to be a great hitter. He batted 221 last year. Let's take a look at their projected starting lineup. Center field batting first, that leadoff will be Cedric Mullins. In the two-hole, catcher Adley Rutschman. Batting third, right fielder, and this is where a lot of their power is going to come from, Anthony Santander. He had 33 home runs and 89 RBIs last year. In the cleanup spot, first baseman Ryan Mountcastle. Batting fifth, third, baser, third baseman Gunnar Henderson. Left fielder batting sixth will be Austin Hayes. DH batting seventh, Kyle Stowers. Batting eighth at second base, Adam Frazier. And batting ninth, shortstop Jorge Mateo. Again, this is a projected lineup. There'll be a lot of shuffling by Brandon Hyde, their manager this year. But again, that's projected to be their starting lineup on opening day. So what does 2023 look like for my Orioles? They're coming off a great season. Again, 31-game improvement. 
Look for a lot of excitement again this year. They're a young ball, a young ball club, so there's a lot of enthusiasm in their clubhouse. They're going to be competitive. They're no longer the doormat of this division. They're over under 76 and a half, and I really think that's a product of them not doing a lot in the free agent market. But in my opinion, there's no way this team's going to regress that much this year. So I would tell you to take the over at 76 and a half. Easily going to beat that number. My black chip law for 2023. I'm picking the Orioles to finish fourth this year in this division. Now, if everything hits right, and especially if they're a buyer this year at the at the trade deadline, and other things hit right, you can really see them finish higher this year in the standings. The reason why I'm picking them fourth is mainly because of their pitching staff. It just does not stack up against the other elite teams in this division, like the Rays and the Yankees. So again, take the over. 76 and a half Orioles finishing fourth, but could make a big surprise during the year and finish higher than that. Thanks again for joining me for this episode. Make sure you give me a subscribe and a like to this episode, subscribe to the channel for future updates for more AL predictions in my five part series. Thanks everybody. It was great seeing you. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Mm -hmm.